WFYI podcast brought to you by Bloomington, Indiana, an American college town offering food and drink, college sports, outdoor activities, live music, cool art, and good times daily. Everyone is welcome in Bloomington. More information at visitbloomington.com. We're going to take a trip right now. Like we always do about this time. This is a journey into sound. I'm Kyle Long, and you're listening to Cultural Manifesto. On this week's show, I'll be speaking with the Indianapolis-based rapper Skip. He has an ambitious new album out titled Sorry for My Trauma. The album explores the trauma Skip experienced growing up on the east side of Indianapolis in his attempts to cope with these experiences. Skip will join me in a moment, but first, let's hear the opening track from Sorry for My Trauma. This is Skip with Ghetto Child. The They ain't gonna be able to see how you see it. Cause they ain't feel it how you felt it. Let me paint a picture for you. Mama and three brothers, we had different fathers. Grew up in a place where all you hear is choppers. Uncle on the porch breaking empty bottles. Drunk in the fuck from the rock bottom. Hating when my friends used to talk about him. Loved him how he is, cause that's how I found him.
not going to blow on our parents. What I'm focused on is what's in front of us. We know we had a rough time growing up. None of our dads was in the pictures. It was just four of us, and all we have is us. I'm proud of the man that you are. I'm more excited of the man you should become. Accept the thing you cannot change. Have the courage to change what you can. And the wisdom to know the difference. I love my nigga. Skip, thank you for being here. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you for having me once again. As you know, I'm a fan of your work, so I'm always excited when you drop a new album, and I'm pleased to have you here today. My pleasure, man. Thank you. We just heard the opening track from your new album, Sorry for My Trauma. Yeah. This is an amazing record. Thank you. We're going to talk about it in detail tonight and listen to a bunch of tracks off the record. The album explores the trauma you experienced growing up on the east side of Indianapolis, and it also addresses some of the ways you've tried to cope with that trauma, to live with that trauma, and heal yourself, too. Yeah. It's a very different record for you. Tell me what inspired you to make this album. Man, uh, I think I just reached the age and the point in my life where some things had to be addressed. Like, you know, you go through stuff and you feel certain ways, and for a while you never wonder why you feel that way. You just go through it. But I think I reached a point in my life and I've been around experienced people and, you know, people who are in tune with themselves. And it just made me want to explore why I felt certain ways. And uh, it made me dig deep into my past and into my upbringing. And um, once I started realizing some things and things started making sense and my therapist, shout out to my therapist, he started bringing things to light. You know, that's when it really started hitting me. And uh, I, un I unintentionally started writing about trauma. I didn't I didn't really mean to, but that's just where I was and uh it just came out that way, man. And the more I wrote about it, the more I started learning about myself. Did you have any reservations about taking your art in this direction? Like I said, you kind of have a a style that people associate with you. I think this record builds on this that style, but it is a little different from yeah. your past work. Yeah, it's a lot different. Uh honestly, it was two things that inspired the change. My buddy, his name is Quick, uh one of my best friends. He always pushed me to do more melodic music, always, because he knows what I'm capable of and he knows that I can do any style of hip hop. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm heavy on the bars, but I'm from the streets and the streets, you know, they like what they like. And my buddy just loves street music. He loves it. And he's like, man, I want you to do this, man. I know you can do it. You know, so I went ahead and did it. And honestly, this isn't exactly what he was asking for, but it's a little more along the lines. It's still like real um emotional and soulful but the melodics you know it's not something i'm i, I usually do you don't usually hear me trying to sing and you're hit notes singing and stuff. a lot on yeah. this record yeah tell yeah. us about that man it, it's just influenced by him and the other thing is uh i work in the school and kids are not into hip-hop you know what i mean they're more into like music that's more melodic and when it's more melodic it's more kid friendly it's more repetitive catchy you know what i mean so that also inspired me. I wanted my students to be able to enjoy my music. You know, King of Indiana was a great album, but it wasn't something that the youth will listen to. It's something for the old heads, hmm. for lack of better terms. I wanted to ask you about your role as a vocalist on this record. Do you sing in your personal life? Is singing something you've kind of uh, experimented with in the past, or was this all fresh for the record? Um, I, I've dib, dibbled and dabbled in it. Uh, you know, on You For You, I had a song called Dose of Fame where I did like a little bit of kind of singing. I had a song called Hidden Treasure, which also kind of dove into that bag a little bit. But, you know, my favorite genre of music has always been R&B. 
you know what I mean? I always wish that I could sing. And um, I think I just started playing with it, you know, eventually. And it, and I realized with a little bit of auto-tune, a little bit of melodyne, <laughs> I could pull it off. And, uh, hey, you know, I went ahead and tried it, and it went over well. And, Skip, I have so many songs from the record I want to play, so I want to jump into a, another piece of music. The next song we're going to listen to is Liquor and Depression. Mm, this yeah. song deals with addiction, and it feels very personal. Yeah. You know, it feels like you're talking about things that you witnessed growing up. Tell me about this track, and is this as personal as it sounds? Yeah, al alcohol abuse is so prominent in my family, so prominent. I'm talking about from mom down to, to granny, down to uncle, auntie, everybody dealt with some kind of alcohol alcoholism um some of them some of them wasn't so deep as others but some were like my my uncle died from alcohol like three years ago two three years ago sorry to hear that you know uh, i appreciate that and uh you know mom went through her phases where it was really bad you know and it just it was heavy and i i didn't i didn't drink the first time i i got drunk honestly well, it was in uh in Bloomington, but that was just a one time thing. But when the pandemic started, uh, it's, my birthday was March 18th. I think they shut the world down on March 16th. I had nothing to do, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna take this drink, and from there it just got out of control. You know, what I mean, it went too far, and I was wondering, like, man, what made me do that? Is it genetics? You know, is it depression? And this it sparked this song. Mm. You know. As I mentioned, this song is very personal. You're talking about things you saw growing up in your family. I'm curious how your family feels about you um, talking so publicly yeah. about these personal, very yeah. painful things. How does your mom and other, how do other members of your family react to some of the music you're making? Yeah, well, my mom doesn't have a filter. Hmm. Um, I played this song for her. This song has been done since like January of last year. I played this song for her just, just to see how she would feel. And like she she just loves the truth. She loves the vulnerability. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, my dad, I've had talks with my dad where he felt like, you know, some of the things I said hurt his feelings. And honestly, my mom has have said that, too. But I've never said anything that was a lie. And I just want I want to have those uncomfortable, uncomfortable conversations because people go through that. You know, and I want people to understand that you're not going through it alone. I love my mom dearly. I love my dad dearly. I love my brothers dearly. But the truth, you know, I feel like it sets people free. And if I can be that vessel, I just try to be that. But I try to do it in a not disrespectful way, you know, just in a more of a this was my experience type of way. You mentioned you played it for your mom before you released it. Yeah, yeah. Do you always do that? Or is that something you learned to do along the way to kind of better navigate some of these potential misunderstandings? Yeah, no, majority of the time I always play music for my loved ones. Uh, I, I may just play it when it's in this demo phase. But, yeah, majority of the time I do let her hear music and let my friends and family hear it. Yeah. Yeah, well, this is a powerful track. We're going to listen to it now. This is Skip with Liquor and Depression. I used to watch my mama drink her anger out, overwhelmed by the struggle, relieving stress. Uncle took our toys and bikes from the house. He drunk himself to death, I hope in peace he rest. Auntie was on the same thing, but she dove deeper. Granny said she getting high, thought she meant reefer. Damn. Well, if history repeats, then this drinking I've been doing is way deeper than I think. When the pain rise... My pride shrink. Nobody taught me how to cope. All I know is when my mama took a sip, she looked free. I was young and couldn't see that really she looked weak from decades of abuse, mentally and the physical. Liquor ain't as fun as I thought. Shit, this shit critical. Never witnessed therapy, alcohol, or medicinal. Another fight on the school night. Nah, I was typical. Proud of my mama because she left him. The way he talked to her, can't respect him. 
It could have turned ugly any second, but we steady mixing liquor and depression. I've been in a funk. One of them days. I've been getting drunk. I don't know what's next for me. Chasing my destiny. Mixing liquor with depression. Still mixing liquor with depression. Ain't learn my lesson. Yeah. So what? I think about my progress while I pull up. I used to want to be alive when I growed up. I used to act ass in class, think I've had I'm toe up. Wanted attention so much. Another liquor store run, slurring my wisdom. Cognac or depression, eat the way it's dark in my system. Don't feel bad for me, I never settled as a victim. Producing chances from my circumstances. Reducing damage, gaining understanding. Like how to take a perfect shot. Then keep taking more shots to the hurt and stop. Cause everybody fell in love with the drunk skip. This dude say, make me do and say some ish money. But they don't know the history, so I can't fault them. Forever at a disadvantage, that's a raw deal. Taking notes from adversity, I draw skill. I'm bigger than my family curses, let's all heal. I've been in a funk. I've been getting drunk. I don't know what's next for me. Chasing my destiny. Mixing liquor with depression. We still mixing liquor with depression. Kyle Long, and you're listening to Cultural Manifesto. We just heard Liquor and Depression from Skip. You can find that song on his new album, Sorry for My Trauma. And Skip is my guest this week. And Skip, this is an amazing record. And I I was listening to an interview you did recently, and I thought you told the host that this is your 15th album. Did I hear that correctly? (laughs) I mean, it's probably more than that. Uh, I don't know how we counted it. If I counted it every... If I counted every mixtape and album, this is honestly like the 22nd, 23rd. Mm. But as far as like studio albums that you can find online, I believe this is like my 14th or 15th. And you're 30, right? Yeah. <laughs> you started crazy. real young, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, my first uh, project was a mixtape I released in 2006. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. And I was telling you before we started the interview that one thing that impresses me about you as an artist is how you always kind of top yourself conceptually, artistically. You've been building and building and building and you just keep going up. Tell me about that. Do you feel a sense of pressure to kind of take your art in a new direction every time? Putting out an album is expensive. It's a lot of trouble. Do you feel pressure to kind of uh, advance your artistry on each record? First of all, it's a blessing, man. I kind of see it in hindsight. I'm like, oh, I, I think I topped myself, you know. But um, I don't feel the pressure during the making of the music. I feel the pressure before the making of the music because it's like I just released this album. It did great. This debuted at number six on iTunes charts. And I'm just like, ah, how am I going to top this? But once I started, once I start working on the next project, 
I don't think about those things. I'm just trying to make the best music I can at that point in time. And that's what I did with this one. And this one was heavily delayed. It was supposed to release March 4th, 2022. I didn't release it until February 4th, February 3rd, 2023. So, you know, I had time to go back and iron out the kinks and, you know, just try to make it a little better and build it a little more. Um, but I think even without that, it would have it would have topped my last piece of work. So I'm just grateful that I'm able to keep raising the bar for myself, man. One thing I enjoy in your work is how you weave in references to local Indianapolis mm -hmm. landmarks into your writing. Yeah. And uh, the next track we're going to listen to is Indigo, yeah. which provides an example of that. You're using the Indigo bus line as a kind of symbol of uh, your come up in the city. Yeah. Tell me about this track and tell me about using the city of Indianapolis as kind of a character in your writing. Yeah, it's funny. I just put up, put up a video on uh, social media where the song is playing and it's talking about my journey from riding Indigo to my face being on the Indigo to performing on the Indigo and performing on the bus stops. Um, man, like it's just, uh, it's hard to explain it, man. Like Indianapolis is me. I am Indianapolis, you know, through and through. So, I mean, all I can speak about is what I've experienced. And the Indigo was one of those things where while I was riding the bus, I felt so worthless. And to see my face on the side of a bus, like, I had to make a song about it. You know what I mean? I didn't mention my face being on the bus in the song, but the whole song is based off of that feeling of going from that to that. Like, that's just incredible to me. And I didn't really realize that. I think my, I think my cousin brought it to my attention. Like, man, you went from riding the bus to <laughs> being on the bus in a different kind of way. And when I when he, when he said that, I'm just like, man, life is incredible, man. Like, I, I can't be ungrateful. You know, I, I got to sit back and just look at things for what they are. And, man, I've, I've accomplished so much. I'm just so yeah. grateful, man. Yeah. Yeah, for listeners who don't know, I believe it was when the red line opened. Yeah. You were one of the featured performers that Indigo selected to kind of celebrate the opening yeah, yeah. of this bus line. Your face was on the side of a bus. You performed at one of the bus uh, stations yeah. during the opening weekend. And also you recently appeared in the Music in Transit yeah. series, which is filmed inside yeah, I <laughs> an did Indigo music. bus. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I did Music in Transit twice because there was a cipher um, uh, was it called right. the microphone yeah. fiend cipher? Right. I did that first, and then I came back and had my own uh, full set as a featured artist on Music in Transit. So you know, me and the Indigo have a great relationship, <laughs> to say the least. Well, let's listen to that track off his new album, "Sorry for My Trauma." This is Skip with Indigo. How you gonna hate a nigga that came from nothing? Like like you watch him get it out the mud, and you still feel some kind of way. Weird to me. I used to ride the Indigo. So I don't know what they envy for. I didn't sold so many bows. Lost so many just in the shit and left me with an empty soul. You don't know the half turn a half to a hoe. Do the math, we ain't doing bad no more. Yeah, big stick and I spread. Dang ain't no real bread. Yeah, this voice gave me. Yeah, lipstick on my leg, yeah. I ain't heard this shit, but your ching Serving time, cause he serves things Doing B&Es at 13 The court ain't showing no mercy Hope we ain't showing none neither Ain't nobody finna come feed us Post it up with a dumb heater, yeah You ain't got a second in shit I can see it in your face You gon' stand on it and if you play You ain't got to say this shit, baby I already know the play You a freak, let me put it Every one is understood and gotta Explain, look what we became. Straight thing, I'm straight thing. It's understood and gotta be explained. Look what we became. Straight thing, 
straight thing. I used to ride the Indigo, yeah. To the dollar fifty show, back row and I'm getting what Brookside School 54. By the bandos, peeking through the windows on my tippy toes. That was Skip with Indigo. You can find that song on his new album, Sorry for My Trauma. And Skip is my guest this week. And Skip, we're going to continue on this Indianapolis theme, right? The next song I'm going to play is Hungry on the East Side. Yeah. And you've written a lot about your experiences growing up on the east side of Indianapolis. You did a whole album in 2018 <laughs> called Tenth yeah. that kind of looked back at your experiences in that neighborhood and how it shaped your life, right? Tell us again about how the east side of Indianapolis has shaped your life, what your relationship is to this part of the city, why is it so meaningful for you to represent the east side in your art? Yeah, if I had to, like, put a time frame on my existence, I, I believe 99% of it was me on the east side. Mm -hmm. uh, it started on the near east side, you know, 10th Street. We lived on 30th and um, Stewart. We lived on all over the east side, 21st and Arlington, like everywhere. And then when I got to high school, we moved over to the far east side. So I've experienced every part of the east side. And, man, everything I, knew, I know, everything I've learned, everything I've experienced, every piece of trauma, every piece of growth was all on the east side. So, like, it's so prominent in my life. There's no way I can't speak on it. You know what I mean? Has the neighborhood changed a lot in your 30 years on earth, or yeah. is it the same old east side? No, 10th, 10th Street. It kind of blows my mind, you know. The gentrification? It, yeah, the gentrification. Like, you look on, uh, when you're going towards the south, the south side of 10th Street, you see all these nice houses. And then you look back towards the north side, and it's kind of like still what it was when I was there, you know, right there on 10th and Rule. And it's crazy. On one side, you'll see families jogging and walking their dog. On the other side, you'll see alcoholics and prostitutes and all kind of stuff, man. Like, it blows my mind. Then you go further down 10th and you got the Bottle Works District. You know what I mean? It's just, it's mind-blowing. 
it's changed so much. The Far East side is kind of still what it was, though. Mm-hmm. I will say that. It may even be worse. And Skip, throughout this album, we hear spoken word segments at the end of, of the songs that kind of sound like voicemail yeah. messages that people have left for you. Yeah. Do you want to say anything about that aspect of the record? Yeah, shout out to my family and my close friends. You know, those are the people, they left voicemails on my phone. And um, I just I just wanted to put those in there because when we're talking about my journey from trauma to growth and to maturation, they were there for it all. So I just wanted them to share their experiences and their perspectives on the project so people can have more of um, an idea, you know, of what I actually came from and to know that this is not just a make-believe story, you know, Mm -hmm. this is real life. And we'll hear one of those voice messages on this next track. We're going to listen to Hungry on the East Side by Skip. If you can see it with your mind, you can get it with your grind. I can see it in your eyes, you ain't living with your rhyme. Yeah, we ain't skipping no steps, we ain't cutting no lines. We ain't sending no threats, we gonna catch them outside. I really come from that place, I really done what they say. It's hella hard to have faith when you struggle every day. Mama, I'ma make a way, however long this shit take. You deserve a damn break in the house by the lake. Yeah, if you don't love me to leave, it can get ugly indeed. Heavy regime, nobody petty as me. Bought up a Chevy Caprice, it felt like a dream. I thought it never would happen. I was out serving his things and working with teens. I know it sound kind of crazy, but it was worth it to me. Quit judging it in the reason I didn't do it. They feel they better than you. I never could lose. So many women can't make a decision I never could choose. Effortless too. She only hit because I'm winning. I know because I met her in school. Where was you when I was stuck in the trenches and wearing the same pair of shoes? Eastside, where we reside. I've been running around that hole since I was knee high. See the Muslims on the corner selling bean pies. All my niggas selling bundles like the weed shop. Sitting tied out to the beef die. Nah, we ain't ducking nothing but police lights. Get your shop on for a cheap price. I'm at home when I pull up on the east side. I remember you in sixth grade at Christmas, and you were in poems and health class. I paid my dues and paid my plug, played by the rules and prayed for love. Don't get it confused, the road was rough. No handouts, I'm soldiered up, waiting on my club to sober up. Every dollar going to the grind, studio time, artwork and such. You don't know sure about sacrifice, all you know is take your ambition fake. What you know about losing your close friend? They don't understand all the risks you take, and they wish you make more time for them, but the time's short, can't miss a play. I ain't stopping till they put me with the greats. I ain't stopping till I know my mama's straight. Ain't no free time. I ain't having fun, I have fun when the bad come. Play with my life. I blast some work too hard to die black and young. Don't smack your tongue when you see me shining. That's hate this shit. Don't condone that. On it for them. If you support me, whole city know you a known rat. Yeah, I'm on that. A funk, I breathe for this. Everything I need is this. Always knew that I be shit. Crazy view. And I see them telling me to leave the crib. As soon as you go and make it big, they murder you in the place you live. I'm hungry. I'm Kyle Long, and you're listening to Cultural Manifesto. We just heard Hungry on the East Side from Skip. You can find that song on his new album, Sorry 
from my trauma. And Skip is my guest this week. And Skip, up next, I want to play one of my favorite tracks on the record, We Got Something Good. Mm -hmm. This is a very powerful uh, work of art, both musically and lyrically. I was just blown away by this track. In the lyrics, you talk about how your emotions have driven you into self-destructive behaviors. Right. And you also talk about fear in a very raw way on this record. There was a line I wanted to read. I would go to war before I would go to therapy. You know, you talk about having fearing facing your own emotions even, right? Yeah. Tell us about the lyrics of this track, and then I want to ask you about the music. Yeah, first and foremost, man, I want to shout out the producers. Right, let's talk about the music then. There's some great production on this record. Um, The Megalodon, he uh, kind of set the foundation for the album. Uh, Zero, the composer, came through later and added some production. Then he did some post-production. And uh, shout out to Howie and Tyler Martin, T-Mart. They also did some production. But uh, the Megalodon did majority of it. And this is one of the ones that when I heard it, I'm just like, I don't usually do samples, man, but I couldn't pass up on this. And, um, man, the lyrics, man. When I first started on Sorry For My Trauma, it wasn't a melodic album. It was a hip-hop album. This song was one of the initial songs. And it was the same lyrics, but it was rapping. I was rapping instead of, like, melodic. And when I wrote all these songs, I think it was Liquor and Depression. My real name is Byron. Um, We Got Something Good. These were all the songs that I had initially that dove really deep. And this one hit me the hardest. And I didn't think people would like it. So I was scared to put it on the album. Because when you speak about love, it's always like lovey-dovey, unrealistic fairy tale. But this is another side of love that people don't speak about, which is growing up as a black man. In my experience, I wasn't taught how to love. So when I met someone who challenged me to love, it was so difficult for me. And that's what this song is addressing. It's just like me putting it all on the table. Like, I'm sorry if I love you wrong, but this is why. You know what I mean? So this song meant a lot to me from the get-go. I struggled putting it on the album because I was like, man, people ain't going to like this, man. And come to find out it's the fan favorite song. You know what I mean? So it's so dope to hear you also agree with that. But, uh, man, this song is so dear to me. It is. Man, it's powerful musically and lyrically. I'm not going to say anything else. <laughs> Let's just listen to this incredible uh, piece of music. This is Skip with We Got Something Good. I got a confession. I've been obsessing. Her love and loyalty never been in question. I know I'm reckless. My life been hectic. And I know sometimes you get tired of my shit. I'm traumatized. I ain't wired for shit. Bae, I thank you for your patience While I went through different phases From the streets to minimum wages Most my niggas living in cages I'm just saying That baby, I owe you the world I owe you a little girl And me a little boy My life been kinda thorough But when I'm with you, I'm at peace No longer paranoid We got something good We got something good We got something good We got something good Something good, we got something good. I got a question. You ever love the damaged person? These scars different, my love. Ain't no bandage working. Heart bigger than most, but temper short. I'm learning. That's why I'm isolating when depression lurking. Yeah, suicidal thoughts when it worsen, feel like a burden. Fell so many times and I didn't trail so many hearses. Scared to start a fam when I look at my family curses, but she right there praying for me. Now I feel encouraged. She the closest thing to perfect. 
Some other girls can handle it But honestly, it never was their job to heal my damages You was patient with me when I stripped down all my mannequins The naked truth is it was you who turned me to a mannequin I like the proper love as a child, my thoughts be scaring me Feel like I would go to war before I go to therapy Feel like I would hit the block before I ask for charity Feel like I would leave before I ever ask you marry me When I think about it, I'm scared of love cause I'm scared of me Scared of love, cause I'm scared of me. Scared to be scared, cause I told them ain't no fear in me. Scared to be happy, cause I struggle with it terribly. Baby, I owe you the world. I owe you a little girl, and me a little boy. My life been kinda thorough. But when I'm with you, I'm at peace. No longer paranoid. We got something good, we got something good, we got something good. We got something good, we got something good, we got something good. We got something good, we got something good, we got something good. We got something good, we got something good, we got something good. Baby, I owe you the world. I owe you a little girl, and me a little boy. My life been kind of thorough. I'm Kyle Long, and you're listening to Cultural Manifesto. We just heard Skip with We Got Something Good. You can find that song on his new album, Sorry for My Trauma, available on iTunes, Amazon, all the typical uh, online places. Yes, sir. And Skip, up next, we're going to listen to another incredibly powerful work of art. It's not just a song, man. You're like, you're an artist working on a on a really uh, high level right now. Like the work you're doing is is just really powerful in I so many ways. Um, we're going to listen to Lost from Lost, oh, yeah. which yeah. is, I think, the most ambitious piece of music you've ever created. It's oh, almost man. seven minutes long. Yeah. It talks about, in a gravely serious way, talks about loss, yeah. right? Tell us about this track. Yeah, loss from loss is exactly that, like just being lost in life from dealing with so much loss. It, it starts with the, like the first verse is about death, dealing with loss in the in the uh, form of death. I've lost over 25 to 30 friends, you know what I mean? Like I've lost about three or four very, very close friends. You know, the rest may have been friends through music or friends like childhood friends, but I've lost too many people. Like that doesn't make sense. It's not fair. You know, so I just wanted to try to express that emotionally in the first verse. And I think I, I think I did fairly well at it. I don't think that's an emotion. That's an emotion that you can actually comprehend, you know what I mean? So or get across. So I tried my best with that. The second verse is dealing with loss in the form of imprisonment. 
So I wanted to talk about all the friends I've lost to prison and people who have went federal, people who are still in prison. I have a buddy who, um, at 16 years old, he got a life sentence. He's still in jail right now. You know what I mean? Uh, like the prison system is so corrupted. Like, don't get me wrong. We, we do wrong. We break the law, but it's a difference between like punishing someone and like just taking someone's life completely away from them without killing them. You know what I mean? And, um, loss from loss is just addressing those things, but it's coming from such a dark and deep place inside of me. So it feels different, you know, and, uh, I got some skits from a, a pastor. Uh, I forget his name, but I found these, uh, these quotes from him and these scriptures he was reading and testimonies and it just fits so perfect. You know what I mean? So I threw them on in there and at the end, uh, I think it's Howie that did, did the production, but it's like a real powerful guitar solo, man. It just ends it off so beautifully and perfect. This song, you know what? This may be my favorite song on the album just because of how raw and real and musically beautiful it is. And like, I just love it inside and out. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you about, you know, commenting not only on loss of life, but uh, the loss of people in your community due to mass incarceration. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And you talk about how that's kind of gutted communities. You say prison took the neighborhood away from us. Right. Yeah. Talk to me about that, that how mass car incarceration is changing the shape of uh, the community. Yeah. Like I said, man, like it's the difference between punishing people and just taking their lives away from them. I believe everyone deserves a second chance and sometimes even furthermore. You know what I mean? Like, it makes no sense that <laughs> the mass incarceration that's going on, man. Like, the prisons are full. They're building new prisons and they're not reforming. They're not. Like, it, you would think that this is a place where you rehabilitate. They're not being re rehabilitated. They're coming out and they're going back in because there was no help given to them. They were in there living like savages. You know what I mean? And, and they and they know, you know, that what kind of environment prison is, is the people that are in there and the way the things you have to do to survive. They know this stuff. They don't really make an effort to fix it, which is why you have people going back and forth. And, and like the pastor said on the song, freeing people means you're losing income. You know, these people want they want people in those prisons because it brings them money. You know, and, uh, you know, I, I don't I'm not big on speaking about these things, you know, because it can get really emotional for me. But. Man, it's just a big mess. It really is. From his new album, Sorry for My Trauma, this is Skip with Lost from Loss. People, I would love to tell you like a lot of preachers tell you. The world ain't got nothing to offer. Oh, the world got a lot to offer. It's up to you to accept it or reject it. Don't you know the book says to read what you told so and you take a child's life and you never repented for it, you knock some girl up, get her pregnant, then that young boy follow your footsteps and someone take his life, you have reaped what you sold children. You are laboring to get you off the streets of America. Come back to God. First loss I ever felt was Fat Ryan from the hood. Too embarrassed, sneaking out of class, crying when I could. I was only 16 when Lonnie died a year later. Went from hooping at the Y to asking God, why'd you take him? Then what? Two suicides the same week. Mariah and Tails. That's the moment that changed me. I was hunted by them thoughts. Can't talk, can't sleep. We was only kids fighting demons. This pain deep. Yeah. Hoping I ain't had the same fate. Initials on the nameplate, but the chain fake. R.I.P. shirts, 
rapping under stress but couldn't nothing prepare me for what was coming next two of my close thugs murdered in cold blood we might pull a trigger but we not pulling no plugs i was at the spittle with swift praying he pulled through bro i was dreaming about doc when he died awakened by that phone call thought it was a lie he called back confirming it i crumbled inside blood in my eyes seeing red want them all dead it's been a minute but i'm dusting off these cobwebs paranoid because you never know death is so sudden i'm knowing they would have been ready if they seen it coming no morals at all suckers kill you over nothing look at us still hustling no i'm lost from all the losses i didn't took my dogs got caught they wasn't cautious enough i'm so lost from all the losses i didn't took flowers on your grave money on your books every phone call got me shook i know it's bad when it's ringing off the hook heart drop i don't even want to look i'm traumatized from all these losses i didn't took my soul lost i'm so lost my soul lost i'm so lost my soul lost i'm so lost from all these losses i didn't took yeah my soul lost i'm so lost my soul lost i'm so lost so lost, I'm so lost from all these losses I didn't took. They are building prisons depending on you to fill them. So do the government want trying to stop? No! Because the American government is responsible for a lot of the drugs in this country anyway. They don't want to stop crime. Stopping crime meaning you're stopping income. So we are encouraging our brothers and sisters to give your life over to God and you will detour the prison system. Prison took the neighborhood away from us. Tried to send some money, tried to stay in touch. Butter did a bid before he graduated. But if that dude was black, they wouldn't have gave a oh, Swift was on the band in our glory days. K9 bit him when he took him on a chase. Back then, it was funny. We was young and wild. But his shit hit different because y'all got kids now. My dog Billy did a nickel. Did a bid before I met him just a victim to the system. Ain't too cool to say I missed him. This shit all that he contributed to my growth was instrumental. Got me moving like I know it's near. Oh, dying, losing freedom is my only fear. Yet and still, I'm in traffic, checking every mirror. Cause if they pull me over, I'm facing some gears. I'm lost from all the losses I didn't took. My dogs got caught, they wasn't cautious enough. I'm so lost from all the losses I didn't took. Flowers on your grave, money on your books. Every phone call got me shook. I know it's bad when it's ringing off the hook. Heart drop, I don't even want to look I'm traumatized from all these losses I didn't took My soul lost, I'm so lost My soul lost, I'm so lost My soul lost, I'm so lost From all these losses I didn't took, yeah My soul lost, I'm so lost My soul lost, I'm so lost My soul lost, I'm so lost From all these losses I didn't took
That was Skip with Lost from Loss. You can find that song on his new album, Sorry for My Trauma. And Skip is my guest this week. Skip, tell me about the title, Sorry for My Trauma. You know, in the last song on the album, my real name is Byron. You're kind of apologizing to people in your life. Why Sorry for My Trauma? What's the significance of that? Well, I was apologetic because in hindsight, I realized that I hurt a lot of people. Um, I've never intentionally hurt anyone, but unintentionally, I've hurt a lot of people. And when I looked in hindsight and I, you know, reflected on some of my past relationships and even current relationships where people have told me like, hey, man, that stuff you did, it, it never sat right with me. I wondered, why did I do that? Why did I respond that way? Why did I ever take that action? It's just all ignorance. Like, and I feel like ignorance is taught. You know what I mean? Uh, poverty was what I think I said a lyric on the album where I said poverty on oh, my real name is Byron. Poverty is man-made. You know what I mean? So the ignorance is just like given to us. And what else are we to do? You know what I mean? Like we just don't know any better at such a young age. So I heard a lot of people just not knowing any better, just being ignorant, you know. Um, but I got to take accountability for that. So I'm apologizing. I'm sorry for my trauma. I'm realizing now that things could have went differently if I just applied myself earlier in life, you know. So this album is just all about accountability, in my opinion. And Skip, the next song we're going to hear is Driveway, which again mm -hmm. addresses issues of violence yeah. in our communities. During the song, you say the names of victims of violent crime, many of whom lost their life at the hands of law enforcement, yeah. right? And the lyrics of this song talk about the driveway as sort of a refuge yeah. or a safe space. And this is very haunting to me, and I wanted to see how you felt about this, if you've thought about it. You know, just a month ago or a few weeks ago here in Indianapolis, a man was shot at 30 times, I believe, by the Indianapolis Police Department mm -hmm. while he lay asleep in a car in his grandmother's driveway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, did that story change at all the meaning of the song for you, or do you, do you have you even connected it in that way? Yeah, this, well, the song was... I made this song of in course. 2021. Yeah, of course, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. But um, things like that, at this point, man, you kind of grow numb to it, man. Yeah. Like, you, you wonder, like, how is it even still happening? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, why is why has this not been resolved by now? Why don't they feel different? And and to see that the officers that did it now are people of color, like, is it is it really getting any better if they feel like it's necessary at this point? You know what I mean? So I'm kind of numb to it. I'm not going to lie. I wish I wasn't, man. When I see it, I just kind of shake my head and I just I just move on, man, cuz if I tried to like really if I really tried to dive into it, it would be a never-ending battle. Mm. You know what I mean? What what did you want to say in this song? As I mentioned, you you say a lot of names in here, people like Tamir Rice, Sandra yeah. Bland, people whose death got national attention. You also mentioned Bango, who was a young artist yeah. who was killed here in the city. What did you want people to take away from this song, Driveway? You know what, man? Um, this song is just about being grateful. It starts off with it's the little things that we take for granted. Some people never make it home to see their family. That's really the overall mm. moral of the story for this song. Like, it's just to make people stop and just realize, like, you know what, man? Life is not as bad as I, I feel like it is, you know? You got to sometimes you just got to stop and put things into perspective. Making it home every day is such a huge thing. We we get home, we start complaining immediately. Like, get home and just say thank you. I made it home. 
people don't make it home. You know what I mean? So that's that, that's why I went and named those names. What I'm doing is I, I will say a, a popular name like a George Floyd and in between I say a local name. Mm. So that's what I was doing. Some names you may not um, recognize that's because they're local people. You know, um, I just wanted to try to make it realistic for people here and people who may not be from here that's listening to the music. I want them to hear people who they do recognize, you know, but it's, it's just saying like, man, all these people, they didn't they didn't make it. They didn't make it home. You're making it home every day, you know, so it's just it's just about being grateful. Yeah. We're going to listen to that track now from his new album. Sorry for my trauma. This is Skip with Driveway. It's the little things that we take for granted. Some people never make it home to see their family. Standing on the block all day, causing hell in the hallway. Even at your nine to five, getting paid. I hope you make it to the driveway. Fresh off the highway, pull up in the driveway. It's bright day, kids outside. I tell them high and wave, hit the side clutch and recline way back. Heat on my lap in case somebody try to jack. Yeah. Just need some time to unwind and relax. Cause sometimes she don't know how to act. Sometimes it be me. Long days where I don't care of issues. But trying not to carry that bad energy to the crib. It's like my sanctuary. A lot of memories and history, like when I sold the hundred pack and fifty piece, or when I had to live out of this whip because I missed my lease. So when you see me chilling in my shop, just know that I'm at peace. Brainstorming, trying to formulate my next move. Turn up my music. It's probably J. Cole, Nip, Pop, Pepsi, or Boost. Before I hop out, I gotta pray. Thank God I made it to the driveway. It's the little things that we take for granted. Some people never make it home. They family standing on the black all day, causing hell in the hallway. Even at your nine to five, getting paid. I hope you make it to the driveway. Kendrick Johnson ain't make it home, he dead and gone. Dr. Doc ain't make it home, he dead and gone. Sandra Bland ain't make it home, she dead and gone. Jeremy Swift ain't make it home, he dead and gone. George Floyd ain't make it home, he dead and gone. Bango ain't make it home, he dead and gone. Tamir Rice ain't make it home, he dead and gone. Big Ryan ain't make it home, he dead and gone. Trey Vine ain't make it home, that we take for granted. Chaos ain't make it home. Some people never make it home. She did a family. Standing on a block, all day. ain't make it home. It's the little things that we take for granted. Some people never make it home. That was Skip with Driveway. You can find that song on his new album, Sorry for My Trauma. And Skip, as we wrap up here today, 
I'm curious what you want listeners to take away from this album. You know, there's a lot of heavy, heavy themes explored on this record. What do you hope someone takes away from this? I just want people to, to tap into their inner being. Um, I want people to reflect on life and why you are the way you are. If you feel like you're messed up, if you feel like you're, you're a mistake, I want you to understand that there's an underlying, underlining reason for that feeling. And I just want you to go just reflect on your life. Talk to your loved ones. Talk to a therapist. You know, I just want you to address your trauma and take accountability for what you did and just try to at least recognize even the things that, that are not your fault, things that you may have went through or your parents put you through. You know, some people will go through 10 times worse trauma than what I did. You know, we need to address these things. We need to heal from these things. And that's what I'm trying to get you to understand in this album. Songs like Indigo, they, even though there's parts of the songs that may sound a little ignorant, understand that that ignorance is a part of my trauma. You know what I mean? Try not to be judgmental, but just try to understand where I'm coming from. The, the message is very sincere, and I hope that you can receive it. Yeah. You've talked a lot about therapy during the program. What role has therapy played in getting you to this point? And is that something you were resistant to? Because I know I grew up yeah. in a working class family and like <laughs> we'd rather like be beat to death than go to a therapist. You yeah. know, it was just ingrained in us that this was not uh, something we should be doing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always had a, it was always a negative connotation on marriage. Mm. I mean, I said marriage. I'm sorry. <laughs> that too. Always a negative kind of connotation on therapy. Mm. We felt like if you went to therapy, something was wrong with you. You know what I mean? And I, I said marriage on accident because the first time. Uh, my fiance told me that we should go to therapy was for a premarital counseling. And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with us. We don't need to go to therapy. And then I did it. And I was like, oh, so now I'm looking for my own personal therapist. Like, yeah, okay, I want to do this more. And that was about three years ago. And I've been in therapy ever since, you know, uh, I have a therapy, therapy appointment at seven. Right. So, today, okay. so yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for it at this point because it's so helpful, man. Like, it's so necessary, and I, I, I encourage everyone to take those steps to just better your mental health. There, there doesn't have to be anything wrong with you. You know what I mean? Just go to therapy, and you you may unlock some parts of you that you never knew existed. Yeah. Well, we'll make sure you get there on time today. <laughs> um, one, one final question. You recently made a post on social media saying that you're going to release Sorry for My Trauma Volume 2, and then you're done with rap music. Are you quitting rap music? If so, what's next? Tell us about that post you made. Yeah, at this point in my life, I just don't have the desire to make music, mm. which is something I never thought I'd say. Um, I was talking to my buddy about that post, and he was like, do you feel like you'll look up six months from now and you'll be re-inspired? And I said, it's a possibility, but this isn't a new feeling. You know, I just feel like I've done so much, and um, I don't want to sound bitter, you know, but I just feel like it's all ignored in a way. You know what I mean? And um, I, I always wanted to just move forward and, and just move beyond the city. And I feel like there's things that could have happened, but they didn't. And um, it kind of discouraged me a little bit. And, you know, it's just been too long, man. And uh, it's so many other things in life that I can, you know, that I can be passionate about and you know, I, I just want to invest my time into things that I feel more fulfilled in. Um, I feel like music is a very personal thing. It's all about me. I don't want to be all about me. 
you know, um, and I was hoping I could do that with the success of my music, but my expectations have not been fulfilled, you know, and I just want to just try other things. But like my buddy was trying to get me to understand, you know, this may change, the feeling may change, and I, I, I hope it does, honestly. Whatever happens in the future, thank you for all the um, moving, powerful art you've made. You, I'm a big fan. I think you know of what you do. Thank you for being here. Thank you for all the art you've made. Any final thoughts you want to leave folks with before we shut her down? Well, I appreciate you, man. I sincerely do. Every time I release an album, you uh, you welcome me in and we speak about it. And you, and you seem very sincere and genuine about your appreciation of my art. And that stuff means a lot to me. It really does. Um, I want to say thank you to the producers, the Megalodon, Zero the Composer, T-Mart, and Howie. Um, I want to say thank you to Malcolm M2 Wells, who uh, did the mastering for the album. Um, just thank you to all my supporters for every time I release a piece of work, you guys support it. We reached number six, which is the highest I've ever been. I appreciate you guys. If I continue, it's all because of you. Um, I'm just grateful. I really am. You know, I know it's kind of contradictory. Kind of, I mean, kind of contradicting for me to say I don't want to rap anymore, but to give thanks to these people. But I'm battling with it. This is more trauma. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've been traumatized by music. <laughs> so, yeah. well, we're going to end with my real name is Byron. My guest this week has been Skip. His new album is Sorry for My Trauma. Thank you, Skip. Thank you. I don't know who I become, but everybody seem to love him. He ain't like the dude I know with a busted nose and bleeding knuckles. Homie moving with a purpose. Homie got a dream of hustle. Homie tried to dig a ditch and bury all my deepest struggles. I give him an A for effort, but he ain't know no better. That trauma rose up from the dirt and she had made it worse. Growing up, I knew my family had a curse. And homie gave me hope that somehow it could be reversed. But I gotta conquer these demons first. Cause now I know what really made me tough Why I was selling fentanyl to stack my paper up Why every time I wasn't writing or performing Being dormant, I was fighting with my thoughts It was torment My name is Byron Horton, a survivor at all costs Them thoughts of murder came from what I seen and who I lost That fear of going broke is cause I know my family fought Poverty was man-made, ignorance was taught Lusting because my cousin touched me early on Commitment conflicted cause my daddy did me wrong up and left. Mama did her best. She ain't communicate because you can't when you that stress. Or maybe nobody taught her and therefore she couldn't teach. Maybe that's why she cussed me out or I just get my ass beat. Compassion is a stranger. Affection is unknown. That's why when wifey want to talk, I got to check my tone. The reason why I shut down, I don't know how to feel. Hoping I never prank out. Somebody might get killed. This image I'm upholding is heroic but unreal. Keep running from my truth and how I Ever plan to heal, demolished and rebuilt. You ain't gotta sell your soul to lose it. Said I was trapping for some dollars to invest in music. That wasn't true, it was partially fueled by influence. I just adjusted to my ghetto and what they was doing. Spent 20 years around the plug, eventually you use it. I plugged my thugs with the drugs, a few of them used it. Broke my heart, they were spinning instead of stinking. And now I'm realizing all the damage I was wreaking. That's all the time we have for this week. Thank you to my guest, Skip, and thank you for tuning in. You can find more information about Skip and his music online at officialskip.com. And that's Skip spelled S-K-Y-P-P. -P. 
I'm Kyle Long, and you've been listening to Cultural Manifesto.